You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 38,000-plus. Any of them getting to their feet, showing their appreciation for the Astros. Now, another Astros podcast. Trying to implore Giles to close this one out. 0-1. That's pulled right side, fielded by Gurriel, down the one knee, underhands the Giles, who gets the first in time, and that is the ball game. Houston Astros win their second in a row and 15th in their last 20 games. They defeat the Minnesota Twins by a final of 10 to 5. It wasn't beautiful, but it was pretty enough to get them their 61st win of the season. The Astros offense double digits once again. Seven consecutive wins for the Astros against Minnesota. Joining us down in the Astros dugout is Alex Bregman. A big part of that eight run second inning for the Astros. Alex was your RBI double and you had a pitcher in Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins at that point, Alex. He was struggling to throw strikes. What were you What were you trying to do on that at bat? You know, I was just trying to get a good pitch to hit. Um, I took a first pitch breaking ball for a strike and then um, got down 1-2 in the count and uh, was looking to just drive something the other way. And the breaking ball that he threw me actually uh, backed up a little inside and was able to stay on it and uh, drive it to left center. Alex, you guys have had so many big innings this year and almost put games away in the second or third innings. What do you guys talk about when, when things start to roll a little bit? Are you guys just saying, you know, next guy? Or what's, what's the, the mantra going on in the dugout? Oh, yeah, it's just uh, it happens fast. Yeah. Um, this team uh, puts together great at-bats, and we try and feed off of each other. And uh, today was another example of that. It certainly was, and... Uh you know, you look at this game, certainly wasn't easy. The Twins kept kept trying to come back, but I have to imagine you guys have to feel pretty good with what's the, the pitchers you have, particularly in the bullpen, uh, with when, when teams try to make their way back into games like the Twins did tonight. Oh, definitely. Uh, we got we got a great bullpen, and uh, they've been doing it for us all year. And um, when the ball's in their hands, we're very confident, and uh, we, we just need to just play some D behind them, and uh, they, they get the job done. All right. Hey, Alex Bregman, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the big hit and on the team win. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Curveball, and that's hit in the air deep to left field. It sends back Granite, and that is off the wall in front of the visitors' bullpen. Gurriel scores. Gonzalez stops at third. It's an RBI double for Bregman, and it's a 2-1 to Astros lead. Bregman drives in his 28th of the year. 22 doubles now for Alex Bregman, and the team now with at least one double in 47 games in a row. Robert Ford joined by Rich Dower, Astros first base coach and infield coach. And I know it had to be a special moment for you, Richie, to uh, watch the All-Star game on Tuesday and uh, see your starting middle infielders, uh, Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, guys you've worked with quite a bit, starting middle infielders for the American League. Well, it's nice to anybody that's represented the Astros, but... Um, You've gotten to watch those guys grow together, and you know from the beginning three years ago, and they've they've done a great job, and, and now they're in the game where the elite, and they're starting with the elite, and they belong there. Now, when you first started working with Altuve, you already had a, a few years in in the big leagues. What are some of the biggest differences you've seen in his game from the time you first got here to to now? I think the biggest difference is that at one point he might have been more on the offensive side, and now he really cares about the defense. And then when Carlos got here, who was another person that cares about the whole whole game, not just hitting homers, and but and uh, then they realized that 
you know, they what they did on the defensive side of the ball was also helping the team win. So they've th now taken it to another uh, step, and they prepare themselves not only just to play the game, but to play the game at a high level uh, where on both sides of the ball. And it's really neat to see a defensive uh, group of infielders like I have play, th play at that level. Chemistry is important for all four infielders, but especially for your middle infielders, obviously always looking to turn double plays, and they have to communicate a lot about various different things, who's covering second base, things of that nature. Uh, how much easier does it make your job when you have uh, middle infield like Altuve and Correa? Because not only are they both very talented, as you mentioned, but it seems like they communicate pretty well out there too. Well, I think uh, Altuve being here, when, when Carlos got here, he was quiet. He didn't uh, want to come in and start stepping on people's feet. But now you know, when you watch the games and stuff, Carlos is now the leader on all um, relay throws. I mean, Altuve stepped back and let Carlos run the show. So Altuve will step up when he has to and whenever he wants to say something. But Carlos is what you have, what we call a quarterback. I mean, the shortstop should be. He's in, he's in the middle of the field, and he should be the guy that leads and tells everybody what to do. And in our scheme of shifting and and how we're completely out of position almost in every at-bat, Carlos is the guy that comes in, and through him, I can move everybody else. Do you sometimes have to remind yourself how young Carlos Correa is? I, as a matter of fact, that, that that doesn't even come up, to tell you the truth, because I don't even look at him as being young, you know, um, and I don't look at Altuve being old at 27 or whatever he is. I just look at a unit, a person that's out there playing the game of baseball the way it's supposed to be played and making everybody else around them uh, play at a higher level, too. You were a second baseman in your big league career with the Baltimore Orioles in the 70s and 80s. Who was your favorite shortstop to, to play next to? Who, who was your favorite shortstop to, to communicate with and to work with? Well, I, when I first got there, there, there was a shortstop named Mark Belanger, who was a 17-year uh, averaged 167 with the bat. But obviously, when at the Orioles, when I got there, it was all about pitching and defense. And the three-run homer, if we would, we would have uh, – it changed a little bit with Ripken and Murray. But I was I – was, um, taught and mentored by Mark Belanger when where we were doing the shifts way back in the day where you know, you know Donnie Baylor and, and Dave guys like Dave Winfield would we would shift them so you st if you're a student of the game and you play the game the way it's supposed to be played uh, by the end of the day you should get better and um, that's what's happening with our infielders and our whole team our, our, our team is just a, a I mean as uh, 44 years in the game uh, I'm watching a, um, a team that is out there just performing as good as it can perform and without telling anybody how good they are or not being hot doggish or anything but by beating everybody, just playing the game. When the game's over, win or lose, come back the next day. It's just a joy to watch at this stage of my career. Astros first base coach and infield coach Rich Dower, thanks for joining us. All right, thank you, Robert. Wharton set at the belt. Now the 0-2 to smoke. And that's grounded right side into the shift. Fielded by Altuve. Shovels the second for one. Correa on the first. That's two. Four, six, three. Double play. Gets Morton out of a jam. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody, with our old buddy Jason Castro now with the Minnesota Twins. And, Jason, what's it feel like coming into the visiting clubhouse here at Minute Maid Park? A little different? It's very different. Yeah, the first day coming in, I, I was a little bit lost. Um, did not to get across here. So, um, you know, I've definitely enjoyed coming back and seeing some familiar faces and, uh, you know, trying to take it all in. When the Astros went to Minnesota earlier, a lot of guys were anxious to see you. You guys went and had dinner. Who are the guys you're keeping up with the most? 
You know, I talked to Dallas and, and uh, Colin um, and, and Lance quite a bit. Um, you know, those three guys, those are the guys who went out to dinner the other night. And, and um, you know, we, we still keep in touch uh, uh, quite often. So it's, uh, you know, good to, good to hear from those guys and good to see that they're all doing well. You guys still have your house here in Houston. How, are you planning to uh, move elsewhere at some point? Yeah, as of right now, we're, we're keeping it. We're, um, you know, we, we enjoy the area. So uh, we'll be back in the off seasons for sure. Now your son, he's 14 months old now. I mean, we, we were around when uh, you first had him, and he was just crawling. Now that's not the case anymore. 14 months, that's pretty active. He's running all over the place, getting into everything, uh, keeping us busy. So it's been a lot of fun and definitely enjoying it. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a blessing. Hey, I'm kind of interested. You were a free agent at the end of last year. When you walked out of that clubhouse last year, uh, the last time you did, did you kind of have a feeling that you may not be back? Was that kind of a sad moment? Yeah, it was different. You know, obviously being with Houston my entire career, I didn't really knew, I didn't really know what what the future had uh, in store. So it was a, it was kind of a awkward feeling leaving, didn't, not knowing what was going to happen. So, um, you know, I tried to, I tried to really enjoy the the end of the season last year and, and kind of take it in, and um, you know, the off season, uh, you know, played out the way that it did, and and uh, you know, I'm. Um, grateful and lucky that you know the things worked out the way they did I'm, I'm enjoying my time here and, and thankful for the uh, you know opportunities that I that, uh, had with Houston okay with this twins team obviously very talented very young you guys are still in the race right now how much do they remind you of the Astros maybe three years ago um, there, there's a lot of similarities um, there's a few differences as well I think uh, at this point um, a lot of the young talent is already here. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of guys in the minor leagues that are that are kind of on their way up, but um, I think that what makes it a little bit different than Houston, where Houston was was you know at this point there's already been a number of, of young guys that have kind of gotten their feet wet a little bit at this level and uh, have already started making some adjustments and and um, you know proven that that you know they can have some success at this level. So um, I think it it might. We might be a little bit ahead of where Houston was, in, uh, you know, kind of in the middle of that rebuild um, portion, you know, years back when we were losing 100. Um, I think last year with the Twins was a little bit of an anomaly. I don't think, um, you know, that record was indicative of the talent here. So, um, you know, there's some very talented guys in this clubhouse. Last thing, Jason Castro, you see center field here for the first yeah. time yesterday. Taos Hill's gone. Uh, what do you think about the renovations? It looks great. It, it looks – it's kind of a weird – um, you know, perception just because I'm so used to seeing the hill and, and the, the big space out there. From the catch um, position. Yeah, Marlon yeah. hit that home run yesterday, and I was like, man, that's just a fly ball out <laughs> last year. Um, but, um, you know, as a hitter, you definitely you, you like to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they did a great job. It looks good, and, and uh, the, the offense sure seems to like it. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's Jason Castro. Jason, it's always great to see you. Best of luck the rest of the way. All right, thank you. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.